Hey there and welcome to Real Talk with Sam podcast. We're doing real topics, talking about real stories, and having real talk from a millennial minister's point of view and guests from all over the world. Hello everyone again and welcome back. I am so excited to be able to get part two of online miscommunications. So I want y'all, before you even continue this this episode, I want you, if you, if you want um, to view part one um, from the last episode, I want y'all to stop this right now and go listen to that last episode because you're going to need it in order to be able to understand what this is going to be about. This is going to be a little bit different because I'm really, I'm really going to dive deep into something that is not often spoken about. Um, But I will give you a teeny little recap from last week. So we talked about online miscommunications and how um, oftentimes people will misinterpret things that they view on social media, that they receive in a text message from somebody and they will take that and if you don't address it head on it can cause a problem and it can even lead to the end of relationships because things you know swim things get you know domino and and snowball out of control if you don't address it so that's a a tidbit of what we talked about last week and if you want to view the uh, listen to the full thing go ahead and listen to it by pausing this and going to the last episode so what i want to talk about now for online miscommunications is i want to talk about um, how things get misinterpreted over phone calls over the phone and even like, and even video chats and things like that, because there is something that people don't take into account when it comes to, uh, not being, not being in somebody's presence when you are having a conversation with a person. And I'm not going to be on here too, too long because this is really, this is really all that I wanted to talk about. Uh, for this episode, there is something called, this is something that the devil has, um, in his possession and, and that he uses as one of his weapons that we as children of God have to watch out for. It is a real thing. And before I get into this, I want to remind you of a scripture that says that God gives us the power over all the power of the enemy. So For God to give us all the power over the enemy, that means that the enemy has some kind of power, right? It's just that, and and it's not, it's, it's, God is not telling us this to be fearful. God is just instructing us and warning us like, hey, there is an enemy on this earth and I want you to be, I want you to be prepared. I want you to be equipped and I want you to know that just because there's an enemy here on this earth does not mean that I have not given you authority over him. It does not mean that you do not have the power to destroy him. And we have to keep that in mind. But there is something that he has in his arsenal. He is one of the names that he has is he is the prince over the power of the air. I hope I said that right. The prince over the power of the air and what that basically means is he has power over um communications 
online uh, online uh, through the phone. That's one way he operates. Another way that he operates is, um, have you ever had a phone call with a person and you were really like having a deep conversation that something was being revealed to you or, or, or you were talking about something really important and the phone cuts off, like the cell signal drops or something like that? That is one thing that the devil uses in order to do whatever his bidding is or whatever he's trying, whatever he's attempting to steal from you, whatever he's attempting to rob you of, he will use those simple little things that we take for granted that we don't think he's even using in order to stop us from getting something done or getting something communicated to the other person. He will use that. I promise you, he will use that. I have witnessed it too many times. I have gone through it. I actually just went through it a few minutes ago when I was, um, when I was doing a, a, a live training, um, on Instagram and it cut off on me. Mind you, I had cell, I had cell service in where, in where I am right now. I am on the road, but I am in a stationary spot. So there was cell service, there was Wi-Fi and everything. Um, my phone was not dead. <laughs> it was not even close to dead, but it still cut off on me. And mind you also, I had just taken the time out to clear out my some of the um, space on my phone. I had cleared out a whole lot of photos and put it on my my um, my big flash drive that has a lot of space on it. I took out all the videos that I had on my phone, so space was not an issue. Um, I even took off some of the apps on my phone that I don't use so that I had plenty of space. So that was not the problem. And the live video just cut off on me and I had to make a part two. Like I had to do all this extra stuff instead of just continuing to move on. But it's those simple little things like that where you are, and in my case, I was acting in obedience to what God wanted me to release in that specific training. So this happens most especially when you are being obedient to a command, to an order that God has placed in your life to do. When God, and oftentimes when God um, wants us to minister to somebody, and when I say minister, I don't necessarily mean to preach or to teach somebody. I mean, whatever their need is that God wants you to address. That is, the meaning of minister is to basically um, fulfill a need. If you look at the basic, basic, raw, bare bone definition of minister, it does not mean all the time anyway. It does not mean the person behind the pulpit in, in the in the fancy robe. It does not mean that. That is one area of minister. That's what that, that is one kind of minister. That is one kind of ministry. But if you are going out of your way to obey God, to min to minister to a need of a person, whether it's physical, social, mental, psychological, whatever it is, and you are doing it in the name of the Lord, you are doing it to please him and to, and to glorify him. You are ministering. So whenever you are walking in obedience, and I want y'all to write this down, whenever you are walking in obedience to God, you will fight that common enemy known as the prince of the power of the air and it is one device that you have to bind up because when you because when you don't bind it up and you allow it to come in that is 
one little tiny little area that the enemy uses to swerve and snowball things out of control. And if you don't stop it head on, he will just keep on taking, keep on taking, keep on stealing, keep on destroying. He will keep doing his job because you are not doing your job. And your job is to number one, I, number one, remember the fact that you have the, the power over all the power of the enemy and you have the power to bind up Satan and all that he does, including this common device that he uses called the prince of the power. He's the prince of the power of the air. And you have to bind that up. You have to stop him before he keeps moving to what he is trying to keep prevent you from being able to accomplish. So that is what I wanted to talk about today because it is something that, excuse me, that a lot of us run into but don't understand what exactly is happening and we don't understand what exactly what what the name of what the name of the resistance is that we are fighting against or that we are experiencing and it's i, I promise you it, it's it's the devil i promise you it is so that's what i wanted to talk to y'all about today i also wanted to touch on one of the points that i talked about last week but i wanted to dive a little bit deeper into it and it was the point where i was talking about um, stop assuming that everything is about you. And I know that's kind of like polar opposite of what I just said or what I just talked about. But when I, I want to dive a little bit deeper into that because a lot of us take things, and this is what I said last week, a lot of us take things off too, way too personally. And when it comes to online miscommunications, we have to remember that our aim, especially if you're a child of God, if you are somebody that is actively, again, walking in obedience to God, you have to understand that he tells us very clearly in his word that we are going to meet opposition. We are going to experience challenges. We are going to experience afflictions. That is a, that is a promise that he made. That, that was a definitive statement. That wasn't a question mark. And so, and I know this is hard to do sometimes because when it's being directed at you, it's like, oh, this, this sucks. Like, I don't like feeling that I don't like the way that this person just made me feel. But sometimes you have to remember that the person that you are communicating with, that you are solely just being in obedience to God. Of course, you love that person because we are required to love that person. But when you are walking into obedience with God, you have to understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers of the air. We are in context. There you go. The scripture. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of the air. And it goes on to say more devices that Satan uses. Now, um, that's what we have to remember. We are not battling the person that like when you often meet resistance from people, we are not battling the person. We're not battling the flesh person. We are battling the spirit in which the person is being controlled by. And if and if God tells you to do something specific, he would not if the person would if the other person carried the spirit of the living God, they would not necessarily resist what you're saying. 
their flesh may cry out but in reality they'll either agree or disagree with what you're saying with with, with what god is telling you to say so or what or with what god is telling you to do because sometimes god will tell you to do something not just say it now that is what we have to remember we have to work on not taking things so personal and not making it seem like everything is about you because in reality it's not about you it's about god it is about him getting the glory it's about him getting the praise it's about him getting the recognition it's about him and his will being fulfilled on this earth you are a servant that he is using that is all it is not about you and i want y'all to be able and i hope and pray that y'all receive this because it is something that is very very important now of course we're in a human body so we have emotions we have feelings so it's you're not going to be able to just it's not going to bounce off of you all the time sometimes people will say very very hurtful things to you because of the spirit that's operating in them at that moment and you're sometimes you're going to take it personally but what i recommend that you do when you feel when you experience that because you will at some point when you experience that kind of hurt i encourage you and i want to remind you to go to your whatever whatever spot that you have designated to talk to god whether it's whether it's in your bedroom whether it's in your kitchen whether it's at a park whether it's at wherever whether it's by a lake whatever it is everyone should have their personal meeting spot with god that is something that i always recommend and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the house but if it if you want it to be in a specific spot in the house by all means do so but i always recommend having a specific meeting place with god because sometimes when life comes to try to break us we want to just i don't even know like sometimes we just want to like lose our minds but really we just need to run back to our father so that he can tell us what to do and how to heal and etc etc right so the one thing that i want to recommend to you is have a meeting place with god and number two tell him everything everything even though he he already knew what was going to happen before you even experienced it yourself he already knew it he already has the solution lined up for it. he already knows but the bottom line is you have to continually work on your relationship with him so talk to him about what just took place and what he already knows about because you are the one who needs to know what to do next you are the one who needs to know what to do next and i want y'all to let that sink in because sometimes we forget that we want to just take things personal we want to harbor things against other people we want to hold grudges even though we may pose and act like we don't but we are and then sometimes we bury it so deep that we just that we just forget that it's there and then it will come out at a very very inconvenient moment and then you can't take it back because you didn't do the work that you needed to do to heal and god instructs us on how to go about the healing process he needs to be involved but you have to invite him in so that it can happen so that it can take place so that you don't continue to harbor those things in your heart and the next thing you know unforgiveness sets in and the next thing you know you're in trouble with god because you're supposed to exercise forgiveness you are you are not supposed to be holding unforgiveness in your heart towards anyone i don't care what they did i don't care how much they've hurt you and when i say i don't care i don't mean i don't care but 
I mean, it, it's irrelevant. Because the fact of the matter is, you cannot receive forgiveness until you give it to the people that need to be forgiven. I don't know if y'all have ever heard this, but um, this is something that was in one of the um, Tyler Perry movies. Um, if you've watched any of the Tyler Perry movies, you've probably heard um, Viola Davis. Was it Viola Davis? Yeah, it was Viola Davis. Um, when she was uh, acting as the prison, um, I don't know if she was the prison chaplain or the prison minister in one in the jail that Medea ended up being in in the movie. But one of the inmates was basically um, telling her, like, oh, my father did this to me, da, 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 because she had made the statement that forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. And that could not be more true. That is so true on so many different levels. It is for you. But if you don't understand what forgiveness is or what it's designed for, you can't receive it from the Lord because he forgave you of your sins. And I'm willing to bet that you probably did some things that you're not even aware of that God did not like. But because somebody else hurt you and because you have feelings and emotions and and you're in a human container, you think that it's justified of, of feeling a certain way. And in some cases it is. But at some point you have to let that stuff go. And you have to do it while you have the opportunity here on this earth. The, the hour is getting dark out here, y'all. It is The world is not going to get any better. I really, really wish I could tell you and honestly tell you that it is, but it's not. It's really not. And so again, I want to encourage you, have your personal meeting place with God. Tell him everything that's going on. Stop assuming that everything is about you and taking things so personally on this walk because you are going to have resistance. Mainly, and one of the main devices that the enemy uses is the prince, is he is the prince of the power of the air. And he will use it against you. But if you know how to fight it, you will not have a problem. You'll experience what you need to experience, but you will come out victorious because that is another promise that God has made us because we are in him because we follow him because we have accepted him as Lord and Savior he is going to allow us to come out victorious because we are being obedient to him so with that being said y'all I'm gonna finish up this is the end of this portion of AA online communications we are going to continue next week with a different topic and I hope that this series this epi series is blessing y'all and is blessing your life because it is blessing me just being able to say it to you because what I have gone through in the last few months should have very well taken me out mentally spiritually physically socially really all of it but God <laughs> but God is so good to me and he has been so good to me and if you are able, if you have, if you have ears to listen, you are blessed. If you hear nothing else I say on this, on this, on this episode, you are blessed beyond measure. I don't care what, what set of cards life has been dealt to you. If I think I said it right. <laughs> I was like, what, whatever, whatever, um, whatever set of cards have been dealt to you, meaning whatever, um, whatever you have had to deal with in this life 
most of which was not your fault. But whatever you've had to deal with in this life, I promise you God did not go anywhere. He's waiting for you. And if you've accepted him, he's right. And if you accepted him and, and, and are aware that he's right there with you, he's right there with you. You are blessed because you got a chance to receive a gift that you cannot earn. You've been able to receive a gift that not everybody will accept because they don't know the value of it. I don't know why I'm going this way, but I, but I have to, because I feel the Holy Spirit pushing me to say this, but you are blessed beyond measure and you are in receipt of a gift that not everybody will understand and not everybody will be able to accept. Even though it's God's desire that every man be saved, the reality is that it's that probably will not happen. I, I would love that to happen, but because the enemy has been able to control the minds of so many people that might not happen so the fact that you were able to have to to receive that gift while you're here on this earth is a gift it is a blessing and i want y'all to remember that god is with you whenever anxiety may hit you whether it's hereditary whether it's because of a situation or 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 an encounter, I promise you that everything will be all right. It will be all right. So I want y'all to remember that. Be blessed. Love y'all so, so much. Thank you all for this tremendous amount of support that you've been showing, that you've been showing on these episodes. And I want y'all to know that you are tremendously loved and you will get through this season of your life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Talk with Sam podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and I definitely hope you got something out of it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the official RTWS podcast and shop for our original merchandise by clicking the shop button or visiting the link in the bio. See you next time.